Now that the offseason is here, there's some interesting theories being floated out there about the, what the Denver Broncos should do now that they're going to be in the market for a brand new quarterback, including parting ways with a young, talented cornerback. We'll break it all down. We'll talk about it here on today's episode of GMB. The Denver Broncos offseason has officially began, and there's a lot of questions about what the team will do, what the team should do as they now prepare for the future and what is anticipated to be a post-Russell Wilson era under head coach Sean Payton. Welcome into Good Morning Broncos here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. GMB is obviously available for you here every once in a while now that the offseason is now in swing. We won't be doing a daily episode. We'll be doing one or two episodes a week. We'll have you covered here. But there's some still some stuff going on here. And I felt like ultimately we have to address some of the crazy narratives that once the offseason begins, I feel like everybody just comes out with the most crazy takes, with the most illogical responses. And everyone tries to justify it by saying, well, this does make sense because Denver needs this. Well, Folks, let me tell you about this, right? The, mo the most crazy thing here, and this is why I think I we na named it and titled it this episode, trading Patrick Sertan just to move up a couple of draft spots in this year's NFL draft is a stupid idea. Like, it, it drives me nuts just to see that Broncos fans at times are okay with trading away a player who's one of the best at his position, who is going to alleviate one side of the field for you for the most part. They want to trade him away so they can maybe get a quarterback who we don't know if that's what Denver's looking for. We don't know if that quarterback's going to be successful or not. Is the environment around that quarterback, is the offensive line, is the skill players around that quarterback inside the offensive structure, is that going to be conducive enough for success? But yet, you know, at the same time, you're going to get the complaints. Well, Denver can't stop anybody in the passing game. They're just throwing it all over. We just saw this this past Sunday. The, the cornerback opposite of Patrick Sertan, was getting thrown on, and the Broncos getting up chunk yardage, chunk yardage, chunk yardage in the passing game opposite of PS2, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, cornerback two is a big need for the Broncos." So, for me, I just I I hate seeing the notion, and I hate seeing the theory that Broncos fans are saying that the Denver Broncos should trade away Patrick Sertan just so that they can get a couple of spots closer into the top five, just so that they can maybe draft a quarterback that maybe fans want. Here's the reality of the situation, okay? We all know the, the clip that came out from Sean Payton when he was an analyst at Fox talking about Caleb Williams being a generational talent. Well, guess what? Denver's not going to be in the market for Caleb Williams. They're not going to be able to even trade up to get him, okay? There's going to be another team that's going to more than likely take him. So mark that off your list there. And on top of that, where Denver is at right now, we do not know what Sean Payton's plans are just yet, right? We haven't even approached NFL free agency. We haven't approached really even the NFL scouting combine. None of the stuff for looking at these draft prospects happened. Now, let's talk about maybe how things twist and turn a little bit. When we talk about temperature, we just saw the national championship game between Washington and Michigan, where there were two quarterbacks that Broncos country had their eye on. And that's Michigan's J.J. McCarthy, who we don't know. He hasn't even declared for the NFL draft just yet. And then Michael Penix, who's obviously had a very, very terrific season for the Huskies here. And in this game specifically, we saw beforehand, Broncos country is like J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. These are the, either the two quarterbacks the Broncos should go out and get in the NFL draft. You know, we didn't see enough from J.J. McCarthy to say, okay, hey, this is a guy that, hey, in the first round, you're going to take him at quarterback. You didn't see enough of that 
in this game in the national championship. And then for Michael Penix, he's been kept clean for the most part all throughout the entire season for Washington. But in this game, Michigan, they set pressure. They hit him and he struggled. He didn't he didn't look as good as he has before, right? And does that say that, hey, you should write off Michael Penix? No, I'm just saying that our idea of what quarterback prospects are going to be good fits for this Broncos football team, you have to factor in. What did we just see on Sunday against the Raiders? We saw a quarterback in Jarrett Stidham that was under pressure left and right from start to finish of that game. Didn't really have a chance to have a clean pocket because Max Crosby was coming off the right side. Pressure was coming on the interior. The Broncos offensive line, they got beat up by the Raiders front seven defensively. That is a concern. And you expect a rookie quarterback to step into that situation and all of a sudden just light it up, just be magnificent. It's very rare to expect that. It's very unrealistic. So trading away your top cornerback to be able to get a guy that we don't know whether or not that's going to actually be the case or whether or not we don't even know if the organization feels the same way about any of these players, right? But Broncos fans are okay with the idea of trading away a top player on their team, a cornerstone player of the franchise who, look, you can extend soon and mitigate the salary cap implications that are going to come from that contract whenever it does happen. You want to trade away a surefire cornerstone franchise player for an unknown at quarterback. That makes no sense to me, especially when Denver is not in a position right now where they have to reach. They're not in a position where they necessarily have to go out there and trade up. We don't know how the board is going to fall in the NFL draft. So right now, the consensus for a lot of fans is that the Broncos should trade him. I don't agree with that. I think it's just wild thinking. Patrick Sertan has been an, an impeccable player here for Denver defensively and in the NFL. His re Obviously, the league recognized him. Coaches and executives recognize him for what he is and of course there's going to be teams out there that are interested there were teams that picked up the phone and offered a boatload for Patrick Sertan but you know what Denver wasn't entertaining it they weren't looking at that Broncos head coach Sean Payton views Pat as a cornerstone player ownership views Pat as a cornerstone player they're not going to let him go just so that they can maybe take a swing at a quarterback that Broncos fans want them to take a swing at Denver is going to do the due diligence when it comes to evaluating what's next to the quarterback position, and it may be in this year's NFL draft. It may not be in this year's NFL draft. That's one thing I think Broncos fans have to get on board with. I think right now we can all say going into the draft, we could say, yeah, quarterback's probably the biggest need because are you going to roll in 2024 Jared Stidham and Ben DiNucci as your one-two punch? I don't know if that's the best case scenario for you, but... You have to let the draft process play out where you go to the scouting combine. These guys get interviewed. They interview all the players. They look at medicals. And then you see, obviously, the testing. And then the draft happens. And you have all the information necessary on these players, on these prospects. And then you can make the best informed decision for your organization when you are on the clock. That's my rant on the whole Patrick Sertan thing. I just think that trading him would be a stupid idea. Um, I just the offseason kind of frustrates me at times because then you see these crazy articles get put out. The Broncos should do this to get this. It's stupid. It's dumb. That's this isn't Madden. And I feel like so much of the offseason conversation is dominated by Madden mentality. Let's get out of that a little bit here. But Broncos country, one thing the Broncos did do. Look, we don't know what the, the future is going to bring for this team, but we do know that there are going to be at least 12 players along the lines that will be back for the Broncos in 2024 who signed futures contracts. We'll tell you who they are. We'll look at some of the players at Broncos country. Maybe needs to keep an eye on a little bit of an early preview of who you should look at in training camp, who will be on the roster. We'll dive deeper that here 
on this morning's brand new installment of Good Morning Broncos. Real quick, let me tell you about our friends over there at Superbook Sports. We're changing the game. Win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling, with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Whether you win or lose, Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code Mile high. Download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code Mile High, and you'll get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there, and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports. All right, Broncos country, we're getting to the final portion of today's episode of Good Morning Broncos. One thing I want to highlight and pinpoint here is that with the offseason here, our schedule on GMB is going to change. You're not going to see as many episodes frequently throughout the week. Just a reminder here, you'll get a couple of episodes, and then once the offseason really hits and there's nothing going on, you might get an episode every once in a while as things come available here. We'll obviously have some offseason previews and stuff for you as well, but it won't be as frequent as we've had in season just to let you know here. But the Broncos, they did make uh, several roster moves on Monday, the players were in the locker room. They cleaned out their locker room. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there because I'm still recovering from COVID. Stinks, unfortunately, but uh, you know it is what it is. So several players did sign futures, reserves, contracts, and really no surprises here for the Broncos in terms of as they start to formulate their futures contracts going into training camp, mini camp going into next season here. Quarterback Ben DiNucci will be back. And obviously, this isn't a surprise because Sean Payton has expressed to us since all the way back to rookie minicamp after Danucci had a stint inside the XFL. And, you know, this is a tryout basis from a veteran tryout part of that. And there's something about it that impressed Sean Payton. So Sean Payton likes having Danucci around. There's a real possibility, depending on what Denver does this offseason, Jarrett Stidham's quarterback week one of 2024, and Ben Danucci may be his backup. I'm not sure what Denver's plan is, but that is something that is a possibility there. Running back Tyler Beatty, who's been on the team for the last couple of years, he's also signed a futures reserves contract. Uh, obviously, played his college ball at Missouri. I like Beatty. I think he's got you know some talent. We're going to see a little more of him in the preseason potentially here this upcoming year. Denver's going to be evaluating the running back position this year, and and they're really going to find a way. That's a huge emphasis this offseason. How can they get the run game going more consistently, whether it's with Javante Williams, Samaja Ryan, Jalil, or whether it's with a guy like getting Tyler Beatty into the mix who could emerge in training camp in some way. He's got the tools, got the skill set to be able to do it. He's one to keep an eye on. Obviously, veteran wide receiver Philip Dorsett has got the speed dynamic. He might be a little bit of an insurance policy for the Broncos here going forward. So something to keep an eye on there as you look at, you know, another speed guy alongside Marvin Mims. What will the Broncos plan be in terms of that? I think so much is contingent upon what they do at quarterback and this quarterback, whoever it may be after Russell Wilson, can they get Marvin Mims the ball? Will Sean Payton utilize Marvin Mims on the deep ball? And if something happens with Marvin Mims on the injury side of things, you have a guy in Dorsett who's proven to be a speed threat that can get behind defenses there. Jordan Jackson, former New Orleans Saint, obviously, you know, was with the Broncos throughout training camp last year on the practice squad all season long. He's back on the team. Uh, Demontre Jacobs, a developmental offensive tackle that I think the Broncos view internally very highly. They like what they saw from him in training camp. And 
and even in the preseason. Then he got hurt, and they just want to see a little bit more. They believe he's got some pieces that he can develop with, and he was on the practice squad all season long. So it's good to bring back guys that have already been part of your system, part of your structure, already know exactly how to do things. And then I think one intriguing name to keep an eye on here, especially with the injury to Delarian Turner-Yell and his ACL, he's not anticipated to be ready for the start of the regular season. So safety, Devon Key, who got called up in the last game of the regular season against the Raiders, played special team snaps there. Keep an eye on him as a guy who could potentially just be a special teams player for the Broncos next season, or yet again, just another practice squad guy. Highly regarded by the Broncos coaching staff from people that I've talked to. Helped them out significantly on the scout team this past season. So Devon Key, a, a name to keep an eye on there. And then linebacker Darrell Chami. He uh, he's a guy who came in, uh, you know, a few weeks before the regular season ended. Uh, obviously, a sizable guy. This is his, you know, not sure if he's playing outside linebacker. Not sure if he's going to play inside linebacker because he was designated as a linebacker here in the official press release that we received, but. He's got good size. He's athletic, can move pretty well. So we'll see if there's something for him there. I mean, the fact that he's designated as a linebacker, I think is interesting to me because when he did sign to the team's practice squad, he was practicing at the outside linebacker position. But now that you've got, obviously, I think the, the future is really there. I mean, you've got Jonathan Cooper, Baron Browning, Nick Benito. You've got Drew Sanders. Those are your top four depth guys at the outside backer position. I think that maybe a move to linebacker for Chami is going to be in the mix here, and he'll probably be on the training camp roster going into next season. And then, obviously, Ronnie Perkins, outside linebacker. He's also there. So there's a fifth option there outside that doesn't necessarily make sense for Chami to necessarily be in the mix at the outside linebacker rotation here. So something to keep an eye on. Offensive lineman Will Sherman is obviously back with the team, former CU Buff product. He's been with the team for the last two seasons. He's going to get a third season with them. He's going to get a chance in training camp once again. Um, and obviously, I think a lot of these guys, you look at it, I, I don't know if there's going to be a guy that's going to emerge to be a starter for you on the 53 next year, but there's a chance that, hey, you never know what happens in training camp. You never know what can happen in the National Football League. But the idea, a lot of these guys that are here right now could end up on other teams once roster cuts happen next season, or they could, in fact, make the roster at some point. So you know, we're a little bit of ways out from training camp being a reality here in terms of talking about that. David Sills, the fifth wide receiver, obviously a guy that Sean Payton has a lot of praise for, has liked. Um, I think views him as kind of like a moldable talent a little bit. And obviously, he was on the practice squad for a good portion of the season for the Broncos, and I think that's going to be something to monitor here. Because what is the wide receiver room going to look like for Denver here this offseason after the NFL draft? I mean, I have no idea. We anticipate there's going to be some changes. Are there going to be players that are going to ask to be restructured? Could there be players that are going to get cut or traded? Certainly everything is on the table here for Denver right now. And then there's defensive back Kedron Smith and then cornerback Reese Taylor. They finalized the Broncos' future reserves contract signings here, uh, obviously going forward here. So, that's kind of what we have seen, what we've been indicated for here for the Broncos offseason. Now, what is next here for the team? We're anticipated here from Sean Payton, George Payton, uh, a little bit later this week. We'll see if that's going to be the case on Wednesday. And then the Broncos offseason's here. Then we're going to start preparing for, obviously, the Super Bowl radio roll. We're going to be there for it. So we'll take a look uh, at that, and we'll see how things kind of formulate here for them going forward and we'll have you covered if there's anything relevant along the way make sure you check out milehighsports.com every single day for all the action that you need on your favorite colorado sports teams we have you covered i'm cody work we'll see you next time